Right. And it's hard because my kids, anyway, they get the Amazon catalog. Like, they look forward to that coming and they study that and they circle and then they go back and change their minds and, like, they hype themselves up so good that, like, it's almost like to a certain point, like, no matter what they get, it's not going to meet their expectations. Sometimes it feels like pointing those things yeah. out. But I think there's also a ditch that you want to be careful in that you're not always comparing their life to poor people, you know, or like, yeah. I think you got to be really like, well, children in Africa would like to, you know, um, that's because one, it's inaccurate. A lot of those people that are less fortunate than our kids are way more happy, joyful, thankful, grateful for yeah. the things they do have. They're not, they're, they might be more happy. We are coming at you today in pure vacation mode, pretty much. Yeah, right? we're halfway to Delaware. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is like a rare, th maybe it's not rare for you, I don't know, but like this weekend, four couples, we are going to the beach in the fall of all times, but I am so excited. We all got babysitters for our children, which is like a feat in itself, and yeah, oh, it's going to be so good. Our last topic was on marriage, and so yeah, by the time you're watching this, we've already went and came back. Yep. Coming on. I'm excited. Yep, the guys are going to go off, we're going to shop, walk. Are we actually going to go to the beach? We, sometimes we paddleboard it. It's going to be too cold for that. What are we going to... I want to go to the beach. It looks like a beautiful weekend. Okay. Then I'm I'll pack my swimsuit. Or at least... <laughs> okay. There we at go. At least shorts and a tank top <laughs> or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, my moo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I don't know. I'm excited for a little bit of a getaway. Yeah. I'm um, excited too. But there's a lot that has to happen between now yes. and Friday. So anyway, excited to film today. Yes. Good to see you again, Jaina. Yeah, good to see you. It's been a while. Exactly a week, I think. So before we get into today's episode, which I'm excited for, I think it's a very timely one coming into the holidays and Thanksgiving and all of that, um, let's do our Homemaker Hot, hot takes. takes. Okay, my hot take is that in this world of open concept houses, it's okay if you don't have an open concept house. It's not always the best. Oh, walls are okay. <laughs> walls are okay. You know, if I was building my own home, like my cousin, her sister is, I would probably do a lot of open concept. But my house that I have that I'm blessed with is not open concept. And I've learned to see some things that I appreciate about it. Yeah. For one, the kids' toys go in the toy room, dining room turn toy room. And I can shut the door and I don't have to see the mess. And mm -hmm. I can still feel like my kitchen is tidy and cleaned up. They're not playing with their toys in my kitchen, which is also my living room, you know. And I can also sit down in my fa uh, sitting room, family room, and read my Bible and not see the dishes right there in the sink. You know, there's kind of a yeah. wall there. So there is definitely beauty in a non-open concept space yeah. as well so i love my open concept whatever so. you have be grateful with it yeah obviously there's definitely a lot of upsides to an open concept as well but if well, you don't have that there you go it's good to see the positive in what you have for sure yeah especially if your husband's not thrilled about you wanting to just knock down random walls right <laughs> which i have proposed <laughs> in the past and i've learned to just be happy with my closed concept home yeah my homemaker hot take is that okay let's say you cook dinner and you have these leftovers it is okay if you know you're not going to eat it just throw it out because it's not any more wasteful than letting it rot in the fridge and then throw it out you might as well not pay for the energy to keep it cold for three weeks before you throw it out if it wasn't that great the first time it ain't gonna be that great as leftovers 
Now, there are some leftovers that I am more than happy to eat. And other times I'm like, yeah, we're not going to eat this. So the chickens get it fresh. My brain's just trying to wrap my mind around that thought. I feel like I just have to save it so I can throw it away later. Right. Why? Like, why? 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 That's the hot take. <laughs> just if you, some things, right, you know, no one's going to eat that. Or, yeah. or like maybe you're going away and you know, you know the next, how the next couple days are going to go and you know no one's going to eat that before it spoils. Don't even pay the money to refrigerate. Just throw it away. It's the same thing. That just gave me an idea for another hot take, which we're not doing in this one. So <laughs> we were talking about our hot takes. We're like, we they have to be like, not too, like they can't be too vanilla that of course, 50-50 people, you know. Well, the point is but that they, people are going to disagree. Yeah. Which, but they also can't be like, you know, we don't want the comments going wild either. Like DeVay's? Who knew some people oh, had such word. heated opinions about DeVay's? Now I have to try DeVay so I can tell you if you're right or I wrong. I was just like, oh my God. I kind of want one no now. Idea. They, 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 you know what? They gave a good argument nope. for them. Now I want to try it. They made me more sold than ever on my quilts. Watch me ask for a duvet for Christmas. Or a duvet filler. I already have the duvet. I just it's need the like, duvet filler. just goes to show you never know. Like you can try to what? be as calculated and as precise and as like vanilla as possible and like not offend anyone but like you never know what's gonna like tick someone off yeah. or like set someone off but like that's you just, a- you just never know so you might the- as well just say what you think this whole segment is supposed to be for fun yes like, it is don't it take is. it's tongue-in-cheek and we reserve the right to change our minds right exactly and it's like, our opinion we're not saying you're wrong yeah. if you disagree like we want you to disagree because that's the fun yeah exactly I think people get it. We're all mature, right? Yeah, we get hope. this. Yeah. <laughs> and if J- Jaina changes her mind and has a duvet cover next year, we'll all just be like, she was influenced. Canceled. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I know. Sometimes it feels like you have to be the, you say one thing one time and now you're the poster child for it right, and you no. can never change your mind. But oh my goodness, how boring would life be? Like yeah. it's fun to try and experiment new it things. It is. Anyway. Okay. So I just wanted to say thanks so much for all the interest and the hype is that the word for um yeah you guys came over to our new podcast platform just a reminder please subscribe and if you're watching on um like itunes or spotify or anything like that any way you can engage is so helpful even leaving a review or five stars is wonderful um but yeah i just appreciate everyone that takes the time to even listen like that's a going above and above and beyond but if you want some more content don't hesitate to go follow us over on Instagram. We have an Instagram account called Honey I'm Homemaker that we mm-hmm. both jointly post on together. Yeah. Yeah. And we're trying to keep more homemaking specific. I'm actually, it's not that specific. It's very, if it's on yeah. this podcast, it's going to be on the, right. you know, it's, it's fair it's, game. If it, there you go. If it has anything to do with a homemaker, it's fair game. Yeah. There you go. So yeah, check it out. Gina, where is your merch? I left it up there. It no, you did not. Merch up there and get it. I want to show them my merch. Jaina, Jaina hand made me merch. We're working on merch. It's coming very slowly. Don't expect it anytime soon. Maybe by Mother's Day if we're lucky. Oh my goodness. She's like... The truth is I needed a project and I got an idea and it was fun. It was for fun. Wow. They're just so pretty and they're like spot on. How'd you get the actual like dimensions right? Well, you designed the logo in Canva, and I easily found which graphic you used, so I just kind of matched it up and sized it right, and then printed it out and used carbon paper. Carbon paper, that's To what get I it to, on, yeah. yeah. Never say that we're not multi-talented women, I guess. Oh, yes, we are, for sure. <laughs> Very industrious, Gina. But yeah, Megan wouldn't buy me merch, so I made my own. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's coming, it's coming. Good things too. are worth the wait. Yes, that's right. Oh, my goodness. So today, we are talking about cultivating a spirit of gratefulness in ourselves, but more specifically, our children. Yes. And I think one follows the other. It right. Truly we, does. 
as we were thinking about this and talking about it, I'm like, this is really just how to be grateful yourself. Yes. Because that is the most important. That's key. If you're not grateful yourself, no matter what you try to do, your children are not going to pick it up. Yeah. I think the first step is modeling gratitude. Yes. But we're going to get into some nitty gritty specifics of this. And I think that we have some great ideas here, like things you can actually do tomorrow, today, things you can say, things you can do. Um, but yeah, I think this time of year, it's so easy to compare yourself, especially I think children do it too, kind of, but yeah. parents do it even more. Like I think so. Oh my word, so-and-so got all that for their kid for Christmas, or oh my goodness, they're going on this exotic vacation, or like, yeah, it's really, yeah, the comparison trap is the absolute opposite of what we wanted. Right, and it's hard because my kids, anyway, they get the Amazon catalog, like they look forward to that coming, and they study that and they circle and then they go back and change their minds and like they hype themselves up so good that like it's almost like to a certain point like no matter what they get it's not gonna meet their expectations sometimes it feels like and certain kids are different with that too but it's like and that's half the fun though the expectation the planning the dreaming the scheming oh yeah it is half the fun but sometimes it's like guys (laughs) do you actually buy them any of the things they're circling i don't remember if i did last year like well, that was one thing I had written down and then I deleted it. Like last year, I spent a decent amount of money on them, like probably too much. I got them a lot of things, but I tried to pick like educational toys or like open, what do they call it? Like um, open play. Yeah. Like I got foam, like step stones things that I thought that they would like make little mazes with and jump on because they do that with my pillows. Why <laughs> wouldn't they like like toys that are made for that? Um, I don't think they played with them once. Oh. Um, I got brain flakes, which they didn't play with for months, but then just recently they did get them out and we were playing with them. But like, they, they did pretty good. Like they weren't complaining about what they got, but like they wanted like RC toys and like just toys, you know, like trucks and like, Like, don't try to educate me mom. Right. Like I thought maybe like that was, we'll try to get something like more worthwhile, but I would have actually been better off financially just buying them one or two frivolous toys that they wanted and I think they would have been more grateful yeah than like and the point of this is not to like give your kids exactly what they want so that they're grateful but like it was a lesson for me like it's Christmas get them what they want even if it's not like what I think they need like I could have spent less money by just getting them what they wanted yeah I know it's it's tough though when your children don't show gratitude and you were excited to give something to them and then yeah I'm not saying they didn't show gratitude I'm just saying like I think I could have done better in knowing what they would have. I think I did know. I just thought that I knew better. Like Yeah. Um, the first step, obviously, is modeling it. But what does that actually look like? I think some things that came to my mind that I have. I, I was thinking about this. I'm like, oh, my word. I'm the worst person to talk about this. I'm such an ungrateful, entitled person half the time, I feel like, myself. Like, aren't we all in America? It's, it's crazy. We think, like, just has to be easy and and comfortable and everything. Yeah. But as I was thinking about it, I'm like, you know, there is some things that I do. I don't know if it was always consciously or not, but I think, yeah, I'm trying to model gratitude in my kids. And I'll say, I'll say things out loud that you might think a lot, but I'll say it out loud. Like, oh my word, this is such a beautiful day. And oh my word, I'm so glad it's springtime. The, my kids get annoyed at me because we drive down the road and I'm like, pretty tree, pretty tree. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, mom, stop saying pretty tree. The other day, like, but it's so beautiful. Yeah. The other day, the day of the Wellness Collective, actually, the sun was shining on the mountain and it looked like the whole top of the mountain was glowing. It was beautiful and I pointed it out to the kids and they were just like "Mm, okay mom I was like well I guess if you don't appreciate it God made must have made that just for me yeah that's cute I like that um yeah we do that with like the clouds I'll be like oh my goodness look at the cloud and then yeah we'll be like imagine if you could jump from this one to that you know whatever um but that's more just like appreciating nature and stuff you know when somebody gives you something 
voice how grateful you are for it. You know, grandma made soup all morning this morning and then she thought to give us a jar now that we get to eat this for lunch she knew it was your favorite she remembered this was your favorite and she brought it over like how Mm -hmm. cool is that and your grandma lives so close a lot of children's grandmas live far away and they can only see them at Christmas time and Easter and you know just like pointing those things out but I think there's also a ditch that you want to be careful in that you're not always comparing their life to poor people you know or like I think you got to be really like well children in Africa would like to you know um that's because one it's inaccurate a lot of those people that are less fortunate than our kids are way more happy joyful thankful grateful for the things they do have they're not they're they might be more happy yeah you know than us here i think if you want to do that like it doesn't have to be about comparing their life but reading stories about people that had that went through hard things and were still be able to find gratitude in their life like you know age appropriate but like um, the stories of great Christians before us that were martyred for their faith. There's missionary books, like yeah, people that gave up everything to follow Christ, and Pilgrim's Progress even is a good one. Um, just like tr- Pilgrim's Progress isn't true, but even better, true stories about what people have gone through. And you don't need to be like, aren't you so glad you don't have to go through that or whatever? Be grateful, but just to give them the concept that like you don't have to even tell them just don't make the the stories and even if they don't get it then it'll sink in someday and just to teach them that gratitude is not about your circumstances or your situation it is a heart attitude that doesn't change no matter what comes your way yeah and we talked about telling your husband thank you for random things that he's already supposed to be doing and already does you know they see the attitude you have towards your husband if you're grateful for you know and say that right in front of your kids you know show show gratitude towards your spouse in front of your kids not only is it modeling a good marriage to them but it's also you know showing them how to say thank you to people right there close to them in their own lives like you matter too not just the stranger at the grocery store they're like saying say thank you for the sticker you know or whatever right that's more about being polite which is also important yeah but you know, forcing them to say thank you when they get a lollipop isn't necessarily teaching gratitude, but it's teaching politeness. It's, it's still it, valuable. It's also teaching a habit, you know, yes. like just to say, you know, and how often do we say thank you and we're not really meaning it either. Right. We just say it out of like, it's r- wrote, wrote, yeah, you just right. say it. But yeah, you can never say thank you too much, no. I don't feel. My sister and I were saying we should title this video, How to Raise Not Entitled Spoiled Brats. Yeah. <laughs> That's know, the goal. They're offspring of entitled spoiled little brats sometimes you know like we all are that way sometimes and yeah calling it out in our own life first is probably the first step right focusing on gratitude in your own life will go way further than you trying to make them grateful like that's gonna be futile if you're not grateful yourself and if you are if you're like okay this week we're gonna teach my kids to be grateful they're gonna gonna feel that right away oh mom has an agenda yeah it's not gonna work (laughs) you can try it though yeah let us know how it goes but yeah, it's all in the little mundane things. Or like the other day, it stopped raining just so in time we could do something. So it's like, oh my word, God stopped the rain. You know, yeah. just little things like that, like voicing them out loud because it's teaching them how to think, oh, I'm so grateful this happened or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Or answered prayers, children who an- like yes. pray for the same thing and, and point out like, remember when you used to pray for so-and-so and now he's healed? Or yeah. remember when you used to pray for the baby and now he's here and healthy and safe, yes. you know? yeah. It's easy to like, you know, the natural thing happens. The baby is born, the cough goes away or whatever. But just to repoint that back to God, like God did answer your prayer. He could have, that could have turned out differently. But um, just to remember to thank God for the prayers that he answers. Now, we're not homeschool moms, 
Have you ever done like a thankfulness anything? I've seen friends do it here and there. Like, you know, they make little handprints and they write all the things they're thankful for and put it on a little turkey or something. Like, yeah, they, they do that. They did that at school in first grade. I've never done that with my own kids. I don't think I've either. But I've, some of my friends have done that with their preschoolers and stuff. And that's fun. Get yeah. them to think of things. And of course, children think of the dumbest, lamest things. But that's the things we're that's most grateful point. for. That's yeah. the whole point. Yeah. And if yeah. they're thankful for grass and for their new rug or whatever, it can be super random. Doesn't matter. The reason we kind of wanted to talk about this is because Christmas is coming up. Did you mention that? That that's kind of why we... Yeah, it's a good timely Yeah, topic. because Christmas gifts, whatever. And I was thinking that, you know, what if I didn't give my kids any Christmas gifts? Would that teach them gratitude? And I don't think it would. I don't, I don't know what that would prove except maybe make them bitter. <laughs> like if someone... Like to withhold something from someone on purpose to teach you gratitude. Like I don't think that's how God treats us. Oh, he doesn't. He says... He wants to give us good things. So I think giving us... Giving our children good things is fine and... and and good like just withholding it to teach them a lesson about gratitude isn't gonna work either i'm not saying like you have to get your kids christmas gifts if you don't get your kids christmas gifts that's fine i just don't think your motive should be just to teach them gratitude like i'm sure there's plenty of other good reasons yeah to not do that and we when we do lavish like not necessarily always even material things but like you know maybe a fun trip to the zoo or something like that you're modeling like what god says here in luke 11 11 what father among you if his sons ask for a fish will instead of a fish give him a serpent you know mm-hmm. obviously we want to god acknowledge jesus here is acknowledging that we want to give good things to our children right. and that's a natural instinct yeah maybe that means like sharing your special chocolate with them or letting them have a sip of your coffee if that doesn't gross you out <laughs> Like just sharing the things that you know, that they know are your like special things. Like, like I know that's hard. It is hard to like share that with them sometimes because, you know, we want it. And it's, and you know, if you let them have it one time, they're going to come back the next day. But I don't know, keeping that special chocolate for yourself. And then every now and then letting them have some, I think shows them that they're special and I don't know. I think Yeah, and hopefully they think to say thank you. Yeah. Um, I think another thing too is to ask your kid if they get, you know, something from grandma for their birthday or whatever. How would you like to say thank you? Oh, that's a good idea. You know, like my little daughter would love to write a thank you card and say all the wonderful things about her grandma and like put it with glitter in a glittery envelope and spray it with perfume and, you know, make a whole thing out of it. You know, another kid might just be more um, shy and just want to give them a hug or something yeah. like there's a lot of different ways that we can show that we're thankful and I think sometimes just telling a kid to say thank you or do it a certain way that we think is the right way like see if they have an idea maybe they have yeah, a way they want to I like that say I'm thank you I'm thankful um, but speaking of that what is your opinion on thank you cards and the whole thank you card system I don't know I'm pretty pro thank you card actually like I think you can't go wrong with the thank you card I mean, sometimes it's even tempting to write a thank you card for a thank you card, but <laughs> I would say that's probably where I draw the line. But no, I'm, I'm pro thank you card. Oh, I, so I'm on the other side. When I give somebody like a baby meal and then they write me a thank you card, I'm like, why did you write me a thank you card? You are not getting any sleep. Like, I feel so bad and guilty. Like, don't do it. Can we just stop with this thank you card thing? Because I feel like I feel guilty when somebody oh. gives me one. I'm like, I wasn't expecting a thank you card. But well, at the I don't same expect time, it. It's a great... Like, what a wonderful practice that still hasn't yeah. died out the whole way. Like, I was thinking more on my end, like, I should write thank you cards. Like, I think we should. But yeah, I, I guess that's a good point. But I don't know. I'm, st- I'm not going to change my opinion. I'm still pro thank you card. I think, uh, I don't expect them. But I don't know. I think it's nice. What about thank you text? That is fine. 
Okay. I I do that more than I do a thank you card. If it's like a thoughtful text, you know, and what I appreciate about a thank you card is like being specific. Like, yes, thank you for the art to it. We loved the potatoes or if they didn't love anything they could say i really appreciate the time i know it took to make this meal or i appreciate how you probably had to add extra things to your grocery budget this week or like something when you're being thankful like being specific i think is really meaningful yeah the kids got a kick out of the you know googly eye sprinkles or like whatever i used to write thank you cards all the time i was a school teacher and i was had such wonderful patrons and so it was so easy i mean it took a lot of time but you know, write the thank you card, plop it on the kid's desk. Yes. And the kid takes it home the next day. I think where I like struggle with it more is because then you have to find the stamp and put it in the mailbox. Find the keep address. keep it with your stuff so that when you see them, you can give it to them. That's half the battle. Yes. that And so I'm just quicker. Like it will get done if I send a text. Yeah. And maybe you can add like some emojis or something or like, <laughs> I don't know, a picture of your family enjoying the meal that you're thanking someone for or, you know, a picture makes it extra special too. Yeah. Like, or just like just- totally an out of thanks thank uh, out of context thank you like six months later you randomly think of them when you're drinking out of your special cup they gave you it is not off the wall to like send them a picture and be like oh my goodness I was thinking of you today with this cup I use it so often blah 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 whatever yeah you know that's even more meaningful because you know six months later they're still using it or whatever I just don't want us to lose the art of a handwritten card like it is yes. a mail pain. like mail in but there is something extra special about it even if you read it and throw it right in the trash because you don't want things laying on your counter it's still meaningful so keep doing it if you're doing it and if you have never written a handwritten thank you card do it start this week yeah <laughs> that goes into a whole nother we should do a whole topic on we did already talk about friendship so much yeah I guess, and stuff but like practical ways of things you can stick in the mail for people this winter like I think it'd be so much more fun if we could make the mail volume go up but yeah stamps just keep going up too oh, I guess I know, so I do. and <laughs> even just like taking the time to find someone's address it's like it's it's a commitment <laughs> yeah I know do you have an address book no I have a literal legit old school address book. I should. I don't. And like some of them, it's like the name is crossed off and then it's written like three pages later because they moved, you know, and it got filled yeah. up anyway. So it's just kind of interesting to see. It's like, oh, oh I forgot when they lived at that house or like whatever. Yeah, that's cool. My mom used to have that. Yeah, I know. It's like legit old school. That's a good winter project. Text all your friends at once randomly in the winter. Well, then they're all going to think you're going to send them something. But yeah, and get their addresses and write them in a book somewhere. And then you, or I guess you could do that on your phone. People yeah, put them in their contacts. I, I, I do that some. Like I'm trying to do that as people move, and I ask or like get their new address. I've been trying to put it in, but I certainly don't have everyone. So what do you do at Christmas time if you want to send a Christmas card? You text everybody every year. No, <laughs> it's embarrassing. We just hand random cards out as you. If see I people. don't see you here's my philosophy on christmas cards if i don't see you over the holidays you're not special enough for a christmas card now if you send me one i will write then and there get your address write it down and put one in the mail the very next day but if you don't send me one and i don't see you over christmas i'm sorry you may not get a christmas card there are some people that i like try to remember and i'll go there are a few people that i will go look up their address like maybe like five or i already have it now that I know where wow. I wrote it down or whatever. But no, like I try to hand them out in person. I put very few in the mail. I have a whole list like organized by this friend group, this family, the Zimmermans, the Foxes, this group of friends, these coworkers, like I'm all this. so stuff. unorganized and with it. And last year I almost like had a, not a mental breakdown, but I felt pretty guilty when I started crossing names off the list. I don't ever see them anymore. 
they haven't sent me a card in forever. I don't even know where they're living anymore. Yeah. Like, I'm like, is my circle getting smaller? No, it's, I mean, you added people, I'm sure. I did. I added people. As long as you're adding Ross and you're taking away. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I don't have a list. Like, I wish I did, but you know me. Like, I ain't going to have a list. But I wish I did. Like, (laughs) I just don't. And it's so confusing, too, because I'll make a pile of church people. But then I have an aunt and uncle that go to my church. So do they go in the church pile or do they go in the family pile? And then my sister also goes to my church. And, like, does she go in the extended family pile or the church pile or the immediate family pile? And it's just, like. Okay, okay. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? It's confusing. Oh, my. Anyway. Last year, do you remember what happened with our Christmas episode? No. We filmed it. And then the sound took a dump or something and we never had it <laughs> so we never posted we it never at all? posted it nope we had no holiday episode last year oh that's awful we ne- are you sure we didn't post it but nope. without the nice audio no because i was wearing that plaid shirt and it never got seen oh my that's a shame too <laughs> no, a i just crying shame no it was my costco <laughs> plaid shirt but no it, we never posted it wow well because the one we re-recorded what were we talking about i don't remember we the need one to find we- those notes and just redo it yeah we should well you have it you have the footage no i don't anymore you don't oh you don't keep it okay i don't know but i know the one we recorded that same night i think and then the other one we just skipped yeah we took a break then like we took an extra long break and we never had a holiday episode wow us little baby podcasters i know that would would never happen (laughs) no never my heart flutters every time when i like stop it or start it like what if i erase everything oh that would be terrible oh my goodness something else you can just like say quick thank you oh thank you jesus you know, whatever. Like, I do that with relief sometimes. Like, I crunch over something. I'm like, what did I just drive over? And I'm like, children's toys or something. I think they left their bike and it's like a plastic cup or whatever. You know, saying thank you to yeah. God right then and there. Yeah, and I think prayer time should always include something you're thankful for. Like, it's easy to come to God with, like, a whole list of requests. And I think especially children. But um, when we say our prayers with our kids, we always try to say something that we're thankful for like thank you for finley thank you that he has is this you know has these special qualities and we'll list them or whatever and finley like prays the same thing back like thank you dear god thank you that i'm sensitive and sweet and it's so cute because that's he like repeats what we say which just goes to show like he's what you say they will model Oh, another thing is you can pretend to be bowled over with like grateful surprise my children recently cleaned up the basement and they were down there for like an hour. They were down there giggling, but they were getting along. And I'm like, oh my word, they're goofing off. I'm like, look, I am going. I had to run somewhere for something. I showed them the clock. I'm like, when the hand is down at the bottom, it's 730. I'm going to be back and I'm going to come down and look at the basement. And it better be cleaned up because we're just going to have to get rid of toys if we can't clean up the, you know, blah, 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 blah. The whole mom spiel, right? And I came back and I was genuinely shocked. I went downstairs and it was, it was perfect. It was fine. It was great. Like, and they weren't even like... Ta-da, mom, look how good we did. They were just down there playing happily with a few, like one or two things they did have out and everything else was spotlessly put away. And I was just like literally bowled over with gratitude. And I was like, oh my goodness, okay, we need a special treat here or something. I'm so shocked. Um, And I was just, I was very bowled over with gratitude. And I'm like, I need to do that more, um, even if it's not that big of a deal to me, like be grateful and like yeah. make a big like maybe funny display of it sometimes just to like to make a point make a point yeah. yeah yeah um i think it's important to recognize too that being sad or disappointed about something doesn't mean you're not grateful adults are allowed to be sad and disappointed about something and when you are sad or you know you lose something something 
terrible happened. Like, it's okay to be sad. It doesn't mean you're not grateful. But in your grief, in your sadness, it's still possible to find something to be grateful for. And it's actually very therapeutic and very healing to think about things you're grateful for when you go through a hard time. And I think kids, their disappointments are going to seem trivial to us. It's like, oh my goodness, you have so much to be grateful for. Why are you upset? Because, you know, your toy broke. But it's huge to them. And they are allowed to be disappointed. If we're allowed, they're allowed. You know, how they handle that and how they react is their actions matter, of course. But those emotions, they're they're allowed to feel them. One time Finley was sick and he didn't get to go to the cabin with the family. I had to stay in with them. Mm. And I was so impressed with how he handled it. Like, yeah, sure, he was disappointed, but I tried to make it extra special. Like, he got extra screen time. He had mom's undivided attention. We had special food, you know. And... I tried to tell him, like, yeah, it's okay to be disappointed and sad. Because you were disappointed. Right. I was really disappointed. Probably more disappointed than him. But, you know, we tried to make the best of it. And I tried to teach him to make the best of it. I was teaching my or telling myself just as much as him. But, like, we ended up having a really sweet time. And it was just, yeah, it's just a reminder that it's okay to be disappointed. But still look for the things that you can be grateful for. I remember when we had our last miscarriage, the boys, they knew I was sad. And they were sad too. But I remember just saying so many times, like, I'm so sad. Like, I'm sad about the baby. And I'm so, so grateful that I have you two miracle boys. And it helped. It was, like, therapeutic for me. And it was so good to remind myself of that, like, these two miracles standing in front of me. And, like, that doesn't take away the sadness. We talked about all that before. Yeah. But anyway, it was just something that I thought of when we were talking about this topic yeah and it's easy to go through those emotions in your head but it's okay to model them to your children I think yeah I think it's important to um if they never see you expressing emotion then they're not going to have a healthy idea of how to express their emotion so I think next we'll talk about a few ways that we can have our children actually give back and be involved with giving back um sure they see us giving back and stuff but is there anything that they can do and I think something I've been feeling convicted about a little bit lately is you know, my children hear me sometimes saying about how much work it is to have people over or like, oh my goodness, you have, you know, that is not a good thing to model at all. Like we are grateful we can have people into our home mm-hmm. and like we have the time to do the cooking this week or like whatever. Um, and so just things like that, complaining out loud, it's like, oops, pricks me. Like, you know, I got to stop doing that. Yeah. Um, or, you know, even like making sure you show appreciation for your body and that it's healthy and that you can run and like, aren't you glad? Like you have red hair. It's so special. You have brown hair. That's so special. You know, like appreciation for your body and how it's a tool to be used and not like, oh, mommy, like, you know, sometimes I never tell my kids I'm fat, but like sometimes I'll be like, I have not, I've done really good with this lately, but like, I remember I used to like, you know, complain about my body and stuff to Josh and like the children can hear that. Mm -hmm. Like what an awful way to yeah, and so I've really tried to nip that in the bud. I have a girl, so yeah, you probably think about that more yeah. than I do because it is different with a daughter. But I just, I mean, it's good for boys not to hear that either. But yeah. yeah. So what are some ways that our kids can give back themselves? Yeah. Well, around Christmas time, I think there's a lot of programs that you can take advantage of. Um, Christian Aid has the that's a Mennonite Mennonite Melf health kits that you can do through Christian Aid. Um, is there Operation Christmas Child? Is that the shoeboxes? I think so. There's I've a heard like one. iffy things about I that. I know. And what, yes. what what's the deal with that that people don't like about it? I don't know. I just I know that I've heard some iffy things, and you can say iffy things about. But yeah, any organization that we mention, you look into it. You decide if it's something you want to support. 
Um, there's yeah. many, I'm sure you can find one that you don't have a problem with. And if you can't, check yourself. Or give to a neighbor. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Find something. There's there's plenty of opportunities where people have it all planned out for you. If that doesn't please you, do it yourself. But there are um, different organizations that you can just go to their website and it'll tell you exactly what to buy. Um, I wish I would have researched more and thought of more of them. But Yeah, but I see, the thing is, I feel two. like I never want to endorse my name behind any of them because then you hear like different things right. about like what they're not using their money correctly or like I, there are some that I personally definitely trust and yeah. like I stand behind their morals and their values and everything like that. So yeah, look into it. See what your church is maybe getting involved in. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. It doesn't have to be right. that hard. And yes, like you said, anything that's shopping or putting things together, children yes. can be involved with that. Um, we like to give out little gifts to the neighbors at Christmas and, you know, you can let the kids help deliver them. I don't usually let them help cook it or make it because I'm like, I want this to like feel sanitary to yeah. my neighbors. <laughs> um, but like letting them help distribute it and stuff yes. like that. We recently, last month, I took my kids to like this food pantry distribution place and they got to see like what the, how people package up food and like the businesses I was trying to explain, you know, the businesses are giving away their food that's close to being expired or whatever. And instead of throwing it away, we're being resourceful and we're packaging it up and, you know, getting involved. They right. got their hands dirty. Literally, they were sorting moldy tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. I think the key is just to look around you and take the opportunities when they come across to get involved and help a family in need, help a child in need and to get your kids involved. Also, I think another way is to have them buy gifts for each other. You know, take them out individually. I only mm. have two kids, so it's easy for me. But, you know, take them out individually and have, you know, it's a fun time too. Good mother-son bonding yeah, time. or one-on-one. Maybe sometimes we do, like Eric takes one and I'll take one. We'll just do it one evening. But to have them think of their brother, what would, they, what would he like and pick something out for him. And no, you don't have to get one yourself too. This is just for your brother. And that's a good way to teach them too. Maybe you could do like take your children and pick out a gift for their dad or have your husband take them and get a gift for you. I remember my dad used to do that with us sometimes. But just thinking of others um, instead of just focusing on the Amazon catalog and what you want, just trying to get them to focus on other people even for a little bit. Yeah. And like be a little detective. Okay, we're going to go shopping for your sister next week. So start paying attention. What do they like? And like you know, what, what might they be running out of? Things like that, just to get them to start to think. Because I'm a terrible gift giver. Like, I feel like it stresses me out. Um, sometimes I'll see really pretty items or like things that's like, oh my word, that's a perfect gift. And I'll feel like I don't have the occasion to give it. And it's like, I should just pick it up and I, I will get an occasion to give it probably, yeah. you know. But I just, I'm not a great gift giver. Gift giving is not my love language either. But it doesn't mean I need to just cop out. Right. I can still try to, yeah, yeah, help my children learn to give. Something I've been telling my middle child, sometimes when he goes to a babysitter or something, I'll be like, oh, what are you excited to play with at their house or something? And then I'll be like, well, how can you be helpful? Like after breakfast, maybe you can volunteer to clear the table or maybe you could ask if they need any windows washed because you're such a good window washer or like whatever. Try to be helpful. I love what Abby Halberstadt says her family motto is. M is for mama, Abby. She says her family's motto theme is be a blessing and that starts at home and then we can look out mm-hmm. into further circles you know so I thought that's just a really good thought be a blessing short simple sweet and I think that encompasses gratitude too right? yeah I mean right ties in yeah and it yeah. gives them a purpose it I mean when you feel like you have a purpose and you are worthwhile like you're doing something that's worthwhile and productive I think that fosters a spirit of gratitude too for sure 
Okay, very good. Well, let us know down below any other actual practical ideas that you have, especially for younger children. And especially at Christmas time. Yes, anything you have, like ways for them to show gratitude or to be a blessing. Yeah. Thanks so much for being here. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.